Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Trust Me, I Understand with me, Shanae. I hope you all are doing well, mentally and emotionally. (sighs) Do I even need to say it? (laughs) Like at this point, I feel like y'all already know how I'm doing emotionally. Um, I was at 75% last week when we talked. It dropped to about like 60%. Uh, SZA's new album came out. I love SZA. If you don't know who SZA is, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, go Google her. SZA, S-Z-A. Her new album just dropped and that did not help me at all that put me all the way in my feelings because that's usually what her song does um so yeah your your girl is not <laughs> doing that well you know emotionally you know because of a situation you know involving someone else um I'm at the point where I'm just accepting it, you know, that me and this person, me and him, is just not going to work out anymore. Like, it's just, yeah, that's, I'm not going to go into, <clears throat> you know, a lot of detail, um, But yeah, I'm at that accepting stage, I guess you can say, and it hurts. I ain't even gonna bullshit. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. I'm gonna be straight up front with you. Um, It hurts. Um, You know, everyone keeps telling me, oh, you know, just give it time. He'll, you know, he'll come back. He'll come back. I'm just like, "Eh." you know, we've been me and him been doing this for like two years now on and off and I think it's finally ran its course and it sucks when you it sucks when you just you want it to work with someone but you're like scared and you know um yeah, it just sucks. It it just sucks. And all I will say is if you have someone who is good to you, you know, just be appreciative of it, you know. Um don't overthink, you know, don't put pressure on it, don't try to rush it you know just be in the moment you know because that's something that I wish I I wish I would have did I wish that I wouldn't have brought past trauma from other relationships into this one um because he he put up with a lot (laughs) when it came to me but you know everyone can only put up with so much and I am taking full accountability for that. Um, You know, this 
relationship has taught me that I have a lot to unpack and a lot to heal from. Um, That's what this has taught me. And like I said, it's hard, but you know, one day at a time and I just keep telling myself, you know, if if it's meant to be, you know, it will be, it will happen. It's not something that I can force. Um, I want it to work out between us. I hope it works out between us, but it's just right now it's not, it's not going that way. And I have to accept that. So that's that you guys, but, um, okay. So Before I get started on the topic at hand, I just want everyone who is listening, especially the parents, because this episode is about parenting, I want you guys to know that everything I say on this episode and all my episodes, past and future, are, they're all my opinions, you know, it's just how I view things. You don't agree, that's perfectly fine, I don't expect everyone to agree with the things I said you know as the old saying goes opinions are like assholes everyone has one and I will continue to shit on the things that I feel as though are not right all right now let's get into it so like I said today we're going to be discussing all things parenting if you are a parent, then you know that this is not an easy job in any way, especially if you're a single parent, if you're a young parent. I remember when I was like in my late teens, 18, 19, I said that I wanted to have two kids and I was going to have my first child when I was 25. Well, I was wrong and wrong. (laughs) I had my first and my only child, my daughter, at 21. And by the time she was two, I decided that I didn't want any more kids. You know, she wasn't a bad child or anything like that. I just, I knew I didn't want any more. Now, I spoke briefly about this on my mental health episode. If you haven't listened to it, you can go ahead and listen to it. Um, but within like less than a month after having my daughter, I have postpartum depression. For those who don't know, postpartum depression is depression suffered from a mother following childbirth. It's a combination of hormonal changes, psychological adjustment to motherhood, and fatigue, among other things. It's been said that every one in seven women will experience PPD, and it's typical, perfectly normal, within first-time mothers and also young mothers. Being a new mom was like a culture shock to me like all of a sudden it wasn't about me and I was used to everything being about me I was taken care of and had to be responsible for a living thing and that was hard for me even with the amazing support system that I had like you know I was still struggling but I ended up speaking to my doctor got treatment and then I was feeling good afterwards now Like, it's still hard. You know, I don't have postpartum, but, you know, being a parent is hard. You know, motherhood can be hard. 
you know, especially for the first time. You got the sleepless nights, you got daycares, babies getting sick, you know, me having to miss work, diapers, formula, lugging them damn strollers around, potty training, terrible twos. Like, <laughs> it, it was a lot, you know, with being a first time mom. And my daughter, she's actually about to be 13 in a couple of days. And yes, it did get easier as she got older. But now it's like, okay, we're on to a new chapter. Those teen years are about to come. So it's like, oh, shit, <laughs> let me buckle up. But no, like my, my daughter, she is amazing. She's a good kid. Um, I don't think I have nothing to worry about, you know, because she's a, she's a good girl. But um, there is a TikToker um, and she's a mother. And she posted a video on TikTok. She was like doing a podcast with like other mothers. And she stated that she regrets motherhood. She doesn't regret her daughter. She regrets the role that there is an anxiety that she developed having a child that never lived in her before. These are her words. She stated that there is a fear when she's not around her daughter. Like when like she fears like, oh, my God, what if someone hurts her? Or what if there's like even an earthquake? She never allows herself to be selfless. A mother is who she is to the core. And because of it. It consumes a lot of her thoughts and she fucking hates that. Her words. Now, there were, of course, <clears throat> excuse me, a bunch of Karens, even ones without children, that didn't like what she said. But there was also a lot of mothers who 100%, you know, agreed with her and her statement. And they finally felt like, you know, they were being seen and they felt like it was a safe place to express their feelings about motherhood. And I, for one, completely agreed with everything that she said. Now, if you know me and I mean, like, if you really know me, like you y'all know that, you know, my daughter is my world. I don't have no regrets about having her. But motherhood is a lot at times. And my anxiety definitely heightened when I first became a mother but you know over the years especially now that she's getting older like I said she's about to be 13 and I worry a lot like this world is terrible like we we all know this like this world is so shitty we see it all the time on the news and on social media and there have been like two times where my anxiety was so bad with my daughter and like I was literally like in tears because like two times like she didn't answer the phone when she was home and I was at work and I believe and it was like another time when I was at work and she was like on her way to school and it was like raining I had text her you know hey did you get wet are you on a bus okay and she usually texted me right back and she took like so long to, te to um, text me back and like all these incidents all these incidents didn't even last long for like 10 minutes but I was like freaking out I was thinking the worst and you know she finally like texted me back all those times I just talked about and it was like oh my god like a sigh of fucking relief like and I know some of you are probably like Shanae girl calm down it's not that deep like trust me I I get that like I'm trying y'all I'm like it's hard and I'm not even like joking when I when I just told y'all those stories like it legit it's bad because see, my anxiety is already bad. I spoke about this, you know, before, like 
it's bad in general. My mind is always racing and not just when it's about my daughter, but like everything. And like the other mother stated, it's a new level of anxiety. And I also don't allow myself to be selfless. I know that there is more to me than being a mother, but I also feel like a mother is literally who I am at the core. And I take my role as a mother very seriously because of all, like, I've learned very early after having my daughter that, like I said, I didn't want any more kids. You know, she was about two when I came to this decision and I stood on it. About four years ago, I made the decision to have my tubes tied, clipped, and burned. And I do not regret it at all. There was people who would say, oh, don't do that to her. Give her a sibling. Um, no thanks. <laughs> I love having one child and she does not care about being the only child. We've had this discussion me and her one-on-one -on -one. then you know some people will say oh well, what if you meet a man and he wants more kids well then I guess he isn't the man for me huh because this is my body you know it's my choice I'm not reversing it you know um just to give a man a child that I don't want like how dumb is that like I'm not doing that I'm not interested in getting a surrogate and I'm not interested in adoption like when I say I want it done <laughs> that's what I mean and more importantly I know what I can handle mentally and emotionally and one child is it <laughs> like that's the problem like y'all be having all these kids knowing that you're not stable enough bringing babies into these broken homes as well which is very selfish like how are you having babies by your sneaky link <laughs> by someone who you're not even in a committed relationship with by someone who doesn't even like you make it make sense then some of you women act surprised when you end up as a single mother now listen I'm not bashing single mothers I am one and yes I know that no one intentionally seeks out to be a single mother but those red flags be waving and y'all don't care Trust me, I understand. Even though me and my sperm donor, yes, that's what I call him because he's not a father. Like we were in a relationship when I got pregnant. Those red flags were waving all in my face and I chose to ignore them and I still got pregnant. And men, you're not innocent either. You know, it definitely takes two. Both birth control. <laughs> Y'all didn't want to hear that. Ain't nobody want to wear no condoms. Like... You too are the reason why babies are brought into broken homes. And one man who I feel like has become notorious for creating broken homes is Nick Cannon. You can agree to, a dis to disagree, but it's like at the moment, this man has 11 children and I believe one or two on the way. And I feel like he got like eight baby moms like that's not cute it's not cute it's not funny I actually think it's really sad and weird it's giving cult and the fact that these women don't care that he's sleeping with all of them raw by the way like they are really content with just being known as Nick Cannon's baby mom 
like I said, he's literally creating broken homes because I don't care how much money this man has. And that seems to be everyone's like thing with him. Like, oh, he, he, he can have all them kids. He got money. That don't mean shit because he cannot physically be there for his children all at the same time. He can't be there for them emotionally and mentally all at the same time. Like that's a lot. And I truly believe that when these kids get older, it's going to become an issue. And I don't think parents realize the long-term effects that their choices will have on their child or children. Like when they get older, a lot of people have children out of their own selfish needs. Some women have children because they think that'll keep a man around, which it won't. And then when he leaves, she is now bitter and hates the child and hates the fact that she's now a single mother. And something else that I hate is when a parent blames their child for why they're not where they want to be in life. Like what? No one told you to have that baby and no one told you to keep having all these babies back to back. Like be mad at your damn self for sure. Like, no, you know, moving on, we don't just have single mothers out here. We have single fathers as well. And my hat definitely goes off to you all. Single fathers make up at least 20% of all single parents. You always have people, you know, telling women, watch out who they have babies by, but men need to watch out too. There are a lot of unfit mothers out here. Mothers who hate and who are jealous of their kids, especially their daughters. I feel like this is not talked about enough. Um, some black mothers, especially, I feel like are jealous of their daughters, more specifically their firstborn daughters. They're jealous that their daughter is thriving in life, mad because she has more opportunities than she did, mad because she's pretty, um, mad because, you know, they were a young mother and you know now I feel like their life is over or whatever and you have these mothers referring to their daughters as bitches you know not giving their child any type of love and affection and it's so heartbreaking then they get even more upset when their daughter acts exactly like them and it's like why are you mad you taught this type of behavior there was recently a video that I saw I saw like um a couple of days ago and of course it got viral and it was of a mom cutting off her daughter's braids like at the top y'all I'm talking about like not cutting like at the end and like you know untangling them no like she was cutting at the top cut her hair smooth off because she said her daughter you know still wasn't listening because she wasn't doing what she needed to do and um what else she say she was like in a video she was like yeah this is because you know you think being prettier is more important than your education like she was saying all this to her while she was cutting her hair off and she recorded it and she uploaded it to social media like and her daughter probably looked mm, she probably was like maybe 13 14 15 at the most that video pissed me off so bad because when is embarrassing your child on social media for likes and views ever okay and like, we've seen this a couple of times with parents. And then she had the nerve to like 
get mad when people was coming at her and trying to justify it and ended up buying her daughter a wig talking about see y'all doing too much it's that simple she can just put a wig on and then she made more videos with her and her daughter you know laughing together and she was like asking her daughter do you hate me do you think I'm a bad mom are you getting abused and the little girl was like no 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 and it's just like <laughs> women like this will hate their daughters but baby the fuck out of their sons. Like they will enable their sons and their reckless behavior to the T. And men, like this is really why y'all need to be careful with who y'all nutting. And this is why it's so important for fathers to be involved. You know, but also don't think that it's just mothers who hate their daughters because you fathers, some fathers, yes, I feel like it'd be the same way with their sons. Some parents really be their child's first bully. You have this mentality that just because you're the parent, you're always right. And that's definitely not the case. A lot of you need to learn how to say sorry to your child when you're in the wrong. You know, and that girl who I mentioned about getting her hair cut off, like I guarantee you that she's going to grow up hating her mother and she's going to have a lot of a lot of childhood trauma that she's going to have to heal and unpack from when she becomes an adult and you know as a parent like that's one thing that I'm trying to avoid like I don't want my daughter to grow up having to heal from anything that happened to her as a child you know and so far I think I'm doing a good job of that um, unfortunately, at the age of 35, I'm finally unpacking and healing from things from my childhood. Now, in no way, let me just say this and make this clear. I was not abused or neglected in any way as a child. I just didn't get a lot of mental and emotional attention, I guess you can say. Growing up, you know, my mother, who was amazing, by the way, let me just make that real clear. And if you know my mom, you know my mom, okay? She worked a lot. You know, She she's always had two jobs, like literally all my life. Like, um, like literally all the way up until like my early 30s, you know, she's always had two jobs. And growing up, it was me, my mom, my grandmother, and my two eldest brothers, you know, living together growing up. And, you know, my brothers were older. And when they were supposed to watch me, they would always end up, you know, leaving with their friends like, hey, they're teenagers. Of course, like they're going to go out. So I was left with my grandmother. But, you know, she was older. So she was always in her room, you know, watching her stories and whatnot. So, you know, it would literally like just be me, basically, you know, alone. And when I hit middle school, it was just me and my mom living together. But like I said, she still worked two jobs. So when I would get up for school in the morning, she would already be gone. When I got home from school, you know, she was still gone. She didn't get home until nighttime. So I didn't see her until nighttime. So, you know, like it was just me. You know, I was, I was alone. You know, she was a single mom. So she had to work. Um, and I completely understand that. But like I said, I didn't get that type of mental and emotional attention or, you know, physical attention that much. Um... She mostly was free on the weekends, but you know, weekends, you know, she wanted to rest. So like, we didn't really like do, you know, too much. It was just like a, you know, stay in the house type deals, you know, on the weekends. We would probably like do things like movies or, you know, go to the mall. But then, you know, that was, that was rare, you know, um, 
And my depression started at a very young age, at the age of 15. I've talked about this also. And I believe that all that played a part in it, among other things. And now that I'm older, I do have social anxiety. I have attachment issues, um, among other things. And, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm finally unpacking it. Um, I believe that most of our parents were doing their best. Now that I'm a parent, I'm more cautious of the things that I do. I definitely make sure that I'm here for my daughter, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally as well. Um, so this topic that I want to bring up, I'm sure I'm going to ruffle a few feathers and that's fine. I don't care. But something that I just can't get with and that I just don't understand is when other parents force their kids to get a job. Now hear me out. Hear me out. Now I know, you know, some say, we're well, old enough now, you know, they're 15, 16, 17. And it's like, no, they're still kids though. Like, I, I don't care what you say. Now, it's one thing if your child approaches you at, you know, that age and expresses, you know, that they're interested in getting a job, you know, because they want to have their own money. They want to get their own things. You know, they want to be able to buy their own things without having to always come to you and you saying no, because you don't have. And it's like, okay, cool, cool. And with that, you know, I would still explain to them like, all right, you know, you're already in school and you want to work, you know, that could be a lot. So, you know, you want to, you know, prepare them for that. But like to go up to your child and be like, it's time for you to get a job. It's time for you to start pulling your weight around here. Or it's time for you to start helping out with the bills. Like y'all want y'all kids to get it out the mud so bad. And I don't understand it. And it's like, um, excuse me, what? Help out with the bills. You were doing just fine with those bills the past 15, 16, 17 years. You were doing just fine before you brought the child into the world. Like, and it'd be the same parents who make their kids get jobs so they can help with the bills who get mad as hell when their child does or says something that they feel as though is out of line. And now all of a sudden it's stay in a child's place or not in my house. This is my house. Um, if you want to get technical, <laughs> that's the child's house and their roof and their roof too. Shit. They helping with the bills. Pick a struggle now. Like you want them kids to stay in the child's place or what? Cause if that's the case, they shouldn't be forced to work to help out with bills. Like you got these kids going to school for like what? Seven, eight hours. And then they get out. And then they go straight to their job, which is like another, what, three to four hours. And then you want to get mad when like their grades may start slipping or like you hear them complain about how they're tired. And then you're quick to say, tired from what? Or, oh, now you know how I feel. Now you know how it feels or welcome to the real world. Like, why do y'all want y'all kids to experience struggle so bad to experience exhaustion? And to be overwhelmed and stressed at a young age. It's very much weird. Like, I don't get it. 
there are different ways to teach responsibility. Struggling is not the only option of teaching them about how it is in the real world. Like you have parents who don't ask their kids to help with bills, no, but who make their kids literally buy everything on their own when they're forced to get a job. School clothes, electronics, sneakers, hair products, like the personal products, like the list goes on. And it's like, damn, well, when did you check out from being a parent? Like I could see if you're still financially assisting, you know, your child, but to make him or her buy all their own shit, that's wild. Like you just said, oh, not my problem no more, huh? Like, and me, I didn't have to get my first job until I was 18. And even then, my mom didn't make me pay the bills. You know, she damn sure didn't try to kick me out at 18, which some parents do try to do, which I also never understood because you were not financially stable at 18. I don't care. Hell. I'm 35 <laughs> and there are times where I feel like I'm not financially stable. Like, <sighs> yeah, I don't get it. I don't get the whole making your kids get it out the mud type shit. Like I've never understood that. Like, why do you want your kids to be stressed out like their kids? Like, and some parents that's forcing their kids to get jobs, they didn't have to get jobs when they were teenagers. Now you're forcing your kid to do it. Or it's like you were forced as a kid. Now you want your kids to do it. But like, you knew, you know, for a fact, how that made you feel when you were younger. Like, you know, how tired and exhausted you were, you were and overworked you were. And now you want to push that on your own kid? Yep. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And it's something that I'm not going to do to mine. Like I said, it is different if she approaches me when she gets older and wants to get like a little after school job. Like that's totally different. But for me to just approach her and be like, yeah, it's time for you to get a job. You need to start working. Yeah, I'm not. Nah, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Sorry. Um, And I just want to say like... <sighs> To some of you parents out there, just because you clothed, fed, and provided a roof over your child's head, that does not make you a good parent. That's what you're supposed to do. That's literally the bare fucking minimum. Seriously. You get no pats on the back for me. Being there physically, emotionally, and mentally, now that's good shit. Providing a safe and loving environment, that is great as well. And... I know no parent is perfect, but let's own up to our mistakes and fix it. You should want to break the cycle. If you grew up in a not so great environment, you should want that generational curse to end with you. And for those who don't have children and who might be listening to this, please don't rush it. And that includes men and women. Don't let society make you feel like one. You have to have children at an early age. Two, you have to have children at all. Okay, because I'm seeing a lot of women now who say that they don't want any children at all. Hell, some women are even getting their tubes tied. That's how serious they are. And I love them for that. Do what works for you. If you're not financially stable yet, don't bring a child into this. Like, if you need help mentally and emotionally, definitely 
don't bring a child into that get all the help you need first okay ladies don't have no baby by a man thinking that that's going to solve the problem because it will not and for all of my parents out there now and this goes to the single parents the grandparents aunties or uncles whoever may be raising you know children or someone else's children you got this i know it's challenging and it can be a lot of work but we got this like just continue to be there for them babies in every way show up for them love them and also listen to them okay that wraps up another episode once again i did not do the whole ig poll questionnaire saying like i always do online on my ig account damn i've just been saying forget y'all huh because it's been like a couple of weeks now since i've done that but no no honestly honestly i couldn't really think of like any good questions that i wanted to ask and then it started to get later and later and i was just like you know what (laughs) forget it (laughs) i'm going to get it together y'all i am i am i am all right so this episode let me see it is now currently tuesday tuesday night 5 45 p.m this episode will be going up tomorrow wednesday and i will be taking the next two weeks off from this podcast like i stated i got my daughter's birthday coming up in a couple of days and then it's also going to be christmas so you know i just want to focus and enjoy that but i will be back for the new year i want to thank you all once again truly for listening and continually to listen it really means a lot to me. If you want to support this podcast, you can do so by subscribing and leaving me five stars. Y'all know what I'm going to say? It's free and it's only going to take you a couple of seconds. You can also follow me on my social media platforms, IG at Shanae underscore the best and on my TikTok at Nay the underscore best. All right, you guys, I will see you all in 2023. Until then, be safe. Be kind, drink your water, and mind your business. Bye!